Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, 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 what's going on? It's your man, Cass Snow, with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, first, I want to thank everybody who's been rocking me for a long, long time. Um, I'm still on the top 100 list for podcasts, but what I'm more excited about is I'm actually number 23 on Black Podcasts for mental health in the world. So I appreciate you for giving me on that list, man. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to do the podcast more regularly now. If you check me out, I'm actually on TikTok now. I'm always uh, promoting some uh, inspirational stuff. So you go to Black Men's Mental Health on TikTok as well and on Instagram. So, yeah. So everything's been going really well with me, um, but I'm, I'm doing something different soon. I'm going to be doing um, interviews with women. Um, it's coming pretty soon. Black Men's Mental Health uh, uh, interview with women. I, I, I don't know exactly what I'm going to call it, but it's going to be live. I'm going to videotape it. So check that. That's coming probably next month. I've been working on that, lining women up because we really need a discussion between us and black women, you know what I'm saying? I think, unfortunately, uh, black men and black women lack communication right now. So it's really important that we we talk to each other. So that's that's coming up. So definitely check that out coming soon. Um, what else is going on with me? Uh, like I said, a lot of business. Uh, download the new app, Culture Radio Network, on Google and iTunes. It's a phenomenal app. We have 16 stations right now that we that's rocking with us. And we're building. So definitely uh, check it out. You could chat. Content creation is crazy. So remember the Culture Radio Network on Google and iTunes available worldwide. All right. Let's get to this week's podcast. Now, I was inspired uh, uh, by something that recently happened. Um, there's been a a, a, a lot of um, um, content on the Internet now which is really talking about black women and how they treat black men and the relationships and stuff like that. Um, people like uh, Andrew Tate, Kevin Samuels, uh, other people have really gone viral, really trying to uh, talk about what it is to be a man and our responsibilities and things like that. And, and our unfair treatment and society has been trying to cancel a lot of these voices. Um, but one particular story that just happened recently that, um, really disturbed me more than anything. Cause I don't, I don't, you know, me, I don't give it to the regular, the rhetoric on, on the internet. I don't pay attention to none of the, the Samuel, Samuel, Kevin Samuels or people like that. You know, it's interesting to see, but I don't really talk about that too much, but this really, really did disturb me. So, um, there was a case, I believe, I don't know if it was in Mississippi. I forgot a woman that shot her boyfriend. Uh, gentleman she's been with since middle school. They have kids together. They're married. They were having some issues and she shot him. She shot him live on Facebook Live. It's gone viral. Now, if you look at her post before, she said that her boyfriend was bisexual. 
Now, instead of everybody outraged that this woman shot this man, this other, this black man, she shot him in cold blood. Um, I looked at the, the live video because it's still on her page. And the video is very disturbing. Now, within the video in that one time, and I'm saying this for a reason, so, you know, follow, you know, you're going to understand soon. That one time in this video, she, did she talk about anything about him being gay? She talked about him not being there for his kids. Him, he, the man, all he was trying to do is go to work. He was telling her, you know, I'm just trying to go to work. You know, let me go to work. Let me go. Um, I don't know if it was her mother or his mother. I believe it's her mother. You heard her in the background as well. There was no discussion in the video all about gayness. Now, if there was, you could correct me and and let me know. But I didn't hear anything about the gay issue. He wanted to go to work, but he's hanging out. She, why you not there for his kids? He's not there for his kids. He's hanging out too much. Maybe some indiscretions from I don't know what. It had nothing to do with gay. She was very pushy. He was trying to leave. He was putting her his her hands on him. He's like, leave me alone. Don't touch me. I'm trying to leave. He was literally trying to go to work. That's what he kept saying. Yo, I got to go to work. Yo, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to argue. I'm not trying to, literally he was saying, I'm not trying to argue. I'm trying to go to work. I got to go to work. And he's trying to leave. She wanted to argue. She wanted to put her hands on him. He was trying to go. Then in the video, you could hear that she pulled a gun on him. He's like, yo, what's going on? Are you serious? You see what I'm saying? And he says something. I'm going to call the cops. You know what I'm saying? You pulling a gun on me. I'm trying to leave. Yo, I'm trying to. He's still saying, I'm trying to go to work. I'm trying to go to work. He's trying to leave. Because the, the video, like midway through the video, I guess she just put the, the, the phone down. You just heard everything. Before you see her face, seeing him, hearing the mother in the background. And then at one point she puts the phone down. You can still hear him saying, I'm going to work. I'm going to work. Yo, I'm just trying to go to work. Then apparently she pulled a gun out on him. He's like, yo, are you serious? Like, yo, for real, I'm going to call the cops. This is ridiculous. I'm trying to go to work. Just let me go. Just let me go to work. Boom, 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 whatever. A little bit of silence. And then pop. She's screaming. The mother's screaming. Oh, my boyfriend's dead. Oh, my God. I'm going to go to jail, she said. Like, you know, obviously she knew what she did was wrong. A fit of anger. Now, this stuff happens all the time in life. You know, I'm not saying this right, but it happens. Domestic violence happens too far too often in all communities. Um, And people in a, in a jealous rage or anger do stupid things. So that's not really what. What bothered me? I mean, of course, a man losing his life is 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 troublesome, regardless. But that's not really what bothered me. What bothered me was the reaction from black women online justifying this killing just because she posted he was gay, right? Um, obviously, it was her being mad, being angry. She goes from one week of because I, you know, I went through the timeline a little bit. She goes from I love my, I love my man, we rocking together. So I guess they had an argument, and she was saying some things on Facebook. Then only one point about you know, I'm dating a bisexual man, you know, whatever. All the black women jumped on that narrative and said, oh, see, he was on the low. Men need to stop doing that. We've been with these women for years and you're on the low. Oh, you know, she should have known. Look at him. I mean, all these remarks. Nobody was out. None of these black women were outraged that she actually killed her husband. 
the father of her children over some anger, pettiness. But the issue was, oh, he should have told her he was gay. Be honest. You know, then black men reacting. Oh, that's why we don't know. Nobody comes out because this is how we feel. And it's like everybody's missing the whole point that this man got shot by his woman. Nobody's holding accountability anymore. Like, like. The black women mentality now is when they do something wrong, there was a reason that they did. They were provoked to do it. You know, nobody thinks about, I mean, I'm sure this is not true, but nobody thinks maybe he was provoked to be gay because he was tired of the, the BS with black women or he was tired of her, her mouth. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it seems like we live in a society now that that black women's anger and behavior that's negative or just not conducive for a hormonal society is justified because black men are just doing them dirty. And that's the narrative that we have this 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 idea in the black culture that no matter what a black woman does is justifiable because they've been oppressed for so long that now whenever they do something, it is okay because they were provoked by the black man. And it's an absolutely ridiculous narrative right now that we're running in this community. And we sit here and wonder why we got what they call the past bro, bro, bros right now. If you don't know what that is, that is when men go to other countries to get a wife. They go to Philippines, Japan, Brazil, all these other places to get a wife. And black women, we get mad about that. You know, oh, well, you know, you probably wasn't. She just wants a passport. She just wants to get in, in the States. Oh, you know what? No woman wanted you anyway because you nothing. Then why are you mad? Why are you mad if the if these brothers are the brothers you don't want anywhere? They going over there and get wives. Who cares then? Why would you care? But they do. It's like they want us to take all their crap and all their negativity and all their, 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 their anger and just smile and still be the gentlemen and still be the providers to still be these men they want us to be. I was looking at, you know, TikTok has a lot of different clips right now. You know, uh, Kevin Samuels, you know, which who's been a subject or, or on this show before. Um, but, you know, a lot of his clips are going viral since he going around just since he's been since he passed away but the ones that are going around are the women and their ridiculous expectation like these women go on there they have two three kids they're they're short fat not that attractive but they expect to get a man with with 100k take care of his kid take care of her kids take care of her pay all the bills other women are celibate with two kids wanting a high value man to wait for them until they ready to have sex with marriage or other women that expect a man to do everything for them and they don't have to do anything because they just have that right because they're women. I was the biggest opponent of Kevin Samuels, not because of of his uh, of because of, of him hating on women, just because, you know, I didn't feel he was qualified 
to really give this, the advice. But I have to admit that a lot of, lot of these women, because you know what I did is I paid attention to the narrative, not the narrative of the women. I paid a lot of attention to the narrative, his narrative and his delivery. And I really felt sorry for a lot of these women. But now in hindsight that I already listened to these women that were calling him up and asking him questions and stuff, I get it. I still don't agree with the approach and the messenger technically, but I get it because a lot of these women out here have these expectations of man of men that are ridiculous. They want a traditional man, but they're not traditional women. They want a man to take care of them, buy them things, do all of that. But then at the end of the day, they they don't want to give back. I am fortunate to have a beautiful wife after 20 years uh, for 20 years and and, in situations that like I'm happy. But at the end of the day. I'm also a high yearly man. I am probably in the one or two percent of men, you know, that make six figures a year that has a, you know, what I'm saying that has a <laughs> and this is not bragging, but, you know, is well hung and and look good and and got swag and drives a, a nice car. You know, what I'm saying like I have all these things that I think a woman is looking for in a man. But I still but if I was a single man out here. Half of these women I wouldn't even date or even touch Not even half, like less than half I would probably consider going Being a passport bro and another nationality Not because I don't love my black women I love black women I think black women are the most beautiful thing on this earth But at the end of the day Black women don't know how to treat a black man right They don't know how to be submissive They don't know how to obey And obeying is not being a slave Obey is not blindly being led And and, and, and he's telling you Do this with no But obey is like that's the man of my life And I want him to lead properly I want him to lead me Lead our family But see these black women don't want that no more They want to come in a relationship You do everything for them But they still do what the hell they want to do They want you to be at home Go to work all day Work hard but be at home all day Be there for her when she needs Be there for her when she wants this But she still wants to go on in the club And shake her ass She just still wants to make her money And spend her money on her She wants to not be able to clean the house And and, and do laundry Because at the end of the day She deserves it because she's a black woman She wants to give you the pussy She wants to give pussy when she wants to give pussy It doesn't matter about a man's needs or want No, when I want to give it I give it And you just sit there and wait for because my shit is that special that you should this is the mentality of the black woman now people can go back and say this all started with the feminist movement and black women were sold it while cosmic magazines like cosmopolitan were uh, given the dream of what it is to be an independent woman and which is funny because black women gave into it even though these articles were written by married white women that had families, but they were given this idea that they don't need a man. Welfare came into play and women chose not to have the man in the household. Fact is that at that time, men were black men were very employable. They were working. A lot of uh, jobs were working. You know, what I'm saying if you was up in North area, a lot of manufacturing jobs, things like that. Black men were employed and they were able to take care of their families. 
But at the so that myth of like black men weren't working, black men didn't couldn't support the family was a lie. What happened was black women thought they wanted more, thought they were they were deserving of more. They were told that you deserve more and you don't need a man to get it. The government is going to give you money and you could have more because they were they fed into that whole idea of 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 cosmopolitan idea that a woman could be independent. She don't need a man for nothing. See, this is the problem. The black woman is the most gullible woman on this planet. What I mean gullible is that they could be sold anything. You give them some type of empowerment, they will be sold it. If you give them an idea that they are victims and that they deserve this and that at the end of the day, they don't need nobody, they will buy that shit all day long. Because let's be honest, most consumers out there in the world are women. Women buy most products. So at the end of the day, you sell to the woman. Our society always sells to the woman. Cars, uh, everything, everything we do is geared towards women. Men's actual drive and motivation is to get a woman. Why does a man work hard? Why does a man make money? Why does a man drive a nice car? Why does a man dress fly? He don't do it for other dudes. He does it for a woman. So at the end of the day, they're the driving force. So if you if you able to market to them directly, you can tell them whatever. And the thing is, you give them a false sense of hope. I've been telling saying this from day one. If you go back on my podcast for two years, I always say that the biggest thing that America has done is make the black woman feel like they really care. The mission was to get the black to break the black family because the black family was strong. And how do you do that? You break down the woman. Because at the end of the day, a black man could struggle through everything. And as long as he has his woman by his side, he's good. But once you break that dynamic down, the black man is nothing. And that's what they did. And they bought into it. But we sit here, but black women sit here and really feel like America cares for them. That they've been the victim of abuse by the black man for so many years. Now it's their time to be independent. It's their time to do their thing. And the black man is not needed. And if the black man is needed, he's only a sperm donor. Good for dick and that's it. But then the minute that that black man is not there, we're deadbeats. We're wrong. There's so many podcasts out there. I check out a lot of different podcasts and the women, the and, and, and I understand that it doesn't represent all women because I've been fortunate enough to meet women that are loyal, that are, are, are feminine, that that are, are, are happy in relationships with their man that treat them right. So I've been fortunate for that myself. But at the end of the day, all these women, especially these young women. They want to, they want no, they feel there's no consequences for their behavior, that it is okay for them to go out there and have sex. Oh, you know what? Let me rewind. I saw this podcast where this woman, I forgot her name, but a lot of people are getting mad at her because she's telling her like it is. She said that women don't want consequences of nothing. 40% of, of, of women that get abortions are repeat offenders, meaning that they had an abortion before 40 percent 
So she said, I'm concluding from that number that women are using as a, as, as a, as a birth control. She's like, at the end of the day, women don't want to take responsibility. They just want to do things, have abortions or have kids, but they don't want to take responsibility of birth control. You know, and it's it's real funny because at the end of the day, it's like women have so many options not to get pregnant. They have the option of, uh, you know, of birth control. Well, first, first, actually, let's break it down. First option is just not to have sex. Abstinence. You could just not have sex until you meet that man or get married. That's one option a woman has. Second option. If she doesn't want to get pregnant and she wants to have and still have sex, have a guy wear a condom. Right there, you protect yourself from that. Third option. If you are like, man, you know, I can't really trust a man all the time. Then you can put yourself on birth control. Most insurances is free for a woman to have birth control to get on some type of a contraceptive. Right. That's three choices. So we have abstinence. We have condom and we have birth control. Fourth option is let's say you don't do none of that. You have sex with a guy and whatever. You can go to CVS or Walgreens and pick up a morning after pill. So you have four options, four options for not getting pregnant. Four before you even get to that point of having a baby options you know i've heard well i don't like putting things in my in my body unnatural things all right then wear a condom or don't have sex i mean you know so many excuses for why they don't but then they get to that point i'm pregnant oh he ain't nothing blah blah, blah. but you met the dude in the club and had sex with unprotected you have four options that even before you even hit the abortion clinic or hit the hospital to have that baby, you had four options, but you utilize none of them. But woe is me. Woe is me. Now I have to go to get an abortion. Oh, my body, my choice. You hear that a lot. My body, my choice. You had four choices before you even got there. You don't even have to make, you have to ever put yourself in a position to have an abortion unless you got raped or something like that then you know what i get it but most women 90 something percent of abortions has nothing to do with rape incest anything like that it has to do with using it as a form of birth control let's be honest because at the end of the day you had choices and you didn't want to take them choices. And now you have a baby on the way and you chose not to terminate it, whether it's for financial, whatever, but you're using it as a form of birth control. Let's be real. Then when a man says, yo, that's not right. My body, my choice. But you know what? This is not about abortion. Let me not go on a tangent. This is about how women feel, especially black women feel that they could do and say anything and there's no consequences and they justify their bad behavior this man was shot dead for no reason but the internet these black women oh she shouldn't have known there was sugar in his coffee oh you know these men need to be honest with these women because this is what like 
You know, like like it was his fault. Even if he was gay, let's say he came out and said, I'm gay. That's a good reason for her to kill him. Women do it all the time. Women are in relationship and decide that it's not for them. 80% of divorces are initiated by a by the woman, not by the man, by the woman. So at the end of the day, it's not men trying to get a divorce. And most of it is not those is money problems. Most of it is money problems, financial problems. There was this woman. I saw this one podcast where um, I don't know if it was Kevin Samuels or somebody where she asked, he asked the woman why she was divorced. And she said her husband got sick with cancer and he changed now, 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 this is true that she was married to him for about 20 years, something like that. And she, it was, I don't know if it's 2015. I don't know. But it was a long time they were married. He was the provider. He was a good man. But then when he got he got cancer. He changed. So she had so she left him. And she justified it, saying, you know, he changed the cancer, you know, changed him and she couldn't, you know, he wasn't really providing anymore. So she left him. This man was battling a terminal illness and you left him because he changed. Who the fuck wouldn't change if they know they had terminal cancer? But she left him. But she felt justifiable. Now she's looking for her next man. I saw another clip of a woman that. Said she had a man and he did everything. He was sweet. He was he was sending her love letters. He was sweet. But he was a simp because he couldn't handle her attitude. Like when she got mad, she was aggressive. He's like, yo, I don't like that. And she was like, yo, but this is me. I'm from Brooklyn. This is how we talking. He's like, yo, baby, but I don't like that. But she called him a simp. Which which means um, it's the opposite of a pimp. A pimp is a guy. A simp is somebody that's simple that, that lets a woman run him. Opposite of a pen, unless a woman run them. They call it a simp. And she said she couldn't be with him because he was too soft. He was too nice. And this is running rapid within our community. This is running rapid within the world. I mean, we can't just say black community anymore. I mean, it's, it's, it's the mentality of women now. But the thing, the problem is that still, even with that mentality that's everywhere, Still, most white women are getting married and get engaged, and black women aren't. You go to colleges, and you see how many white women put up their hand with their engagement ring, whether they're engaged or married. We go to HBCU, how many black women you see doing that? Nuh-uh, they're saying, I don't need a man. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to do my career. I personally had had that happen to me when I was in college. I had a girlfriend and um, I don't know if I even talked about this before, but I had a girlfriend. Uh, we were together three years. She got pregnant one time and uh, she got she had an abortion. We agreed. We talked. We sat down. We talked about it. She had an abortion. After the abortion, she said to me, I'll never do that again. I'm never going to kill our baby again. So we kept doing our thing. Like you know, we were trying to get pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Like we never said it, so I'm not gonna sit here and throw her on the bus. We never said we tried, but she said she could never do that. Then a few months later, she got pregnant again. 
So at that time I said, yo, what are we going to do? She said, I'm not going to go through the abortion. And I was like, I right, no problem, baby. We together on this. I tell my family, I tell my friends, I was a senior in college. So I had a job lined up already. She graduated semester before me. So she was already out. So, you know, we were, we, 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 we could have been in a good position. And to make a long story short, um, she just one day gets up and have an abortion. She was scared for her career, her life, all this other stuff. And she just went behind my back and had an abortion. <sighs> Even talk about to this day is rough, you know? And she just went and had an abortion, didn't care. She was scared. But see, that's the woman's right. I had no rights at that point. I couldn't say nothing. That was my baby too. That was my creation. But see, that's the power women have. My body, my choice. They can just get up and do it. Even after they said we having this baby, we're moving forward. You know what I'm saying? I love you. But to get up and just have, a, have an abortion. There's a part of me that thinks that's murder because at the end of the day, we sat there, we agreed this is going to be our baby. And then you just got up and, and killed my baby. You know, we didn't have a discussion. We actually said we were keeping it. We actually said we were doing this and you just went up and did it. That's it. That was your choice. You know, you know, thank God the Lord blessed me when I moved. I moved down here and met my beautiful wife. I have my two beautiful children. So at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. But that's the, that, but that's the power women have. But they, but they say they, they're powerless. Men have all the power. I, I was powerless. But you know what? I guarantee that if this was because back in those days, this was like 20 years ago, over 20 years ago, you know, back in the day, social media wasn't like it is today. But I guarantee if this story would have happened, she went on the Internet, said, you know, this is what I did. I guarantee so many black women be supporting. Girl, you do what you had to do, girl. You know, at the end of the day, it's your body is your choice. You got to live for you. All this other stuff. She would get tons of support. But see, that's the that's the environment we live today, where it doesn't matter what a woman does. At the end of the day, she still gets support because, see, women are old. See, they have this chip on their shoulder, this victimization that they've been beat for so many years, been been oppressed for so many years that now is their time to be liberal, to be out there. I should be able to fuck 25 guys, then get a man that makes more money and take care of me. And he still let me go to the club and do what I got to do, because that's that. That's what. I deserve I'm a proud black woman My freedom is within my sexuality I should have the freedom to go out there and fuck men And still be a valuable woman to a great man See what people don't understand is this Nobody ever told a woman she can't do what she want to do No woman ever No man ever told a woman she can't be out there just doing her thing Fucking who she wants We don't control who you open your legs to but see, the thing is, if you want certain things, there are certain things that come with it. If you want to be a wife, a man does not want a woman that has had all, had a lot of women. I mean, had a lot of men. Your value goes down as a woman. But for a man, you know, no woman wants a man that nobody wants. A woman, a man wants a woman that nobody wants. See, this is the difference. You may say, oh, well, you know, these Instagram chicks are winning. These guys are drooling over them. Blah, blah, yeah. To bang, to have sex with, but to make a wife. Now, only Kanye does that. Only Kanye gets 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 chicks that been around. Only Hollywood stars do that. Don't know why, because I'm not there yet. But they only do that. 
they only pass around the same girls and all that stuff. But us normal folks, nah. We want a woman that is ours. See, what happened to that young man that got shot by his wife was tragedy. And his death shows how the black woman views themselves as a victim. And they're justified no matter what they do. They're justified because they are black women. And with that definition alone, they have been oppressed. They have been victims. We have been so bad to them. So anything that they do is deserved because a man did that. How can you sit there and say, because this man was bisexual, he deserved it. These men need to stop doing this to these women because you don't know how they're going to react. Why are you justifying that? It shouldn't matter what happened in this household. It doesn't matter if he looked at her and said, bitch, I hate you. He was having sex with 40 women. He, it doesn't matter what he was doing. Nobody deserves to get shot. Now, I wish that was the case. I wish that was a case where he was out there just screwing, doing his thing. No, this man was just trying to leave the go, literally trying to leave the go to work. And this woman shot him in cold blood. And all you black women sit there and justify that shit. Justify your wrongdoing every single time. No matter what it is, a black man made you do it. So you're justified for it. This got to stop. Because we're losing good black men out there. Because of this mentality. Now this poor woman is going to spend the rest of her life in jail. Her kids are going to be without a daddy. What happened to understanding that there's a bigger picture than me? I think I was talking to somebody before about this subject. And it's like black women have this me mentality now. I mean, women in general now, me mentality. You know, we're back in days. Women thought about about the family. Like, OK, we built something together. This man fucked up. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying it's right. So don't get me wrong. I'm never going to just find a man cheating or I put his hand. I'm not saying that. But women were built different. They looked at the totality of the situation. Like, okay, I have a good man. He's been there for years. He's rocked with me. He fucked up. Okay. Is this worth me breaking up my family? Breaking up what we built? Or are we going to work through this? You see? And I'm not talking about the guys out there that's just cheating all day long and a woman's day or he's smacking her. No, no, no. Everybody makes mistakes. Men, women make mistakes too. Men make mistakes. But at the end of the day, women's mentality was different. Like, I'm not going to let his one night with this chick over here mess up everything we built. Let's work through this. But now... We have this mentality of like it's done. Another thing they, that that was interesting. I had this conversation with somebody is that we've been trained. Women are be, being trained right now not to not to be in relationships. If you think about it, and it's true, back in the days, people didn't date. Right, when a guy courted a woman, they didn't date. He courted her to marry her. You know, the way marriage used to be was they go to the parents with their dowry, say, I want to marry your daughter. Most married couples didn't even know each other like that. They went, he went, said, your daughter's beautiful or it was arranged by the parents and they get married. And when they were married, that's when they got to know each other. That's when they started courting. I mean, you know, dating in the sense. But nowadays, the way things go, women date how many men before they get to that man? And women have been trained that once that 
that something happens in a relationship, they leave. So think about if you've been through five, six, seven, eight relationships that something goes wrong, you leave. Now you're in a marriage. You don't know how to work through problems because at the end of the day, you're used to ending it. You're used to if something goes wrong, I'm done, I'm leaving. But a marriage is different. But because you're so used to it, that's why 80% of divorces are initiated by a woman. Because they're so used of, oh, this happened, this is wrong, I'm going to the next. Oh, you fucked up, I'm going to the next. They haven't built that mental capacity to work through problems because it's like, oh, you messed up, I'm leaving. It's a pattern, it's a taught pattern. So at the end of the day, these women don't, you know, these women don't, don't think it's all about me. Oh, I don't get enough sex. I don't get enough time. I don't get this from you. I don't get that. Oh, you cheated on me. You hurt my feelings. I'm leaving. But they don't think about the kids. They don't think about the situation, what you build. You don't think like maybe this man just made a mistake. And like I said, I'm not talking about the man that be hitting women. I'm not talking about a man that's out there cheating all day long. That doesn't. I'm talking about a man that has made a mistake, that has made a grievous mistake that fucked up. You don't think about the situation. You don't think about communication between them. It's like, yo, you cheated on me. That's nothing. Boom. We're done. See you later. Every time that a woman does something wrong or every time that a woman does something that's not cool, it's justifiable. It's okay because the man made her do it. Women are breaking up families more than a man can ever do. Like at the end of the day, he may not be a good husband to you, but maybe he's a good father to the kid, to the kids. He's a good provider. But you got to leave him. Now your kids are messed up. Your financial situation is bad because at the end of the day, oh, I couldn't take he he did this to me. I'm done. And I'm not talking about the guy who keeps on cheating. I'm not talking about the guy that's beating you. I'm not talking about those type of men. That's not most men. I'm talking about the men that maybe they went out there and they messed up. And I'm not saying that you forgive them and, 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 and say and, and, and accept it. Nobody's even saying that. I'm not saying that you know, he doesn't work on it, that he doesn't deserve it. I, I'm not saying none of that stuff. But none of you are even willing to work through it here. So because at the end of the day, you could not you're not giving a man sex. You're not giving him attention. But he cheats. Oh, he's a dog. Forget him. You should understand because this narrative is all about women. Like I see women talk about, oh, guys don't understand that, you know, we be tired after a day of work. We have that, but you're not tired to go hang out with your friends. You're not tired to sit there for 20 minutes and drink your wine, but you do tired to lay there and let your man just fucking bust for five minutes. Let's be real. Let's keep it all the way real. Most men love the quickie. At the end of the day, all they need is five minutes to do their thing and they're cool. But you can't even give your man five minutes of love, but you can give your girlfriend 20 minutes to an hour on the phone talk about gossip. You give yourself 25 minutes to sit down and drink that bottle of wine. You give yourself a whole hour or two to go around shopping because at the end of the day, those things are for you. But the minute you're asked to do something that you don't want to do, now you're tired. Now nobody understands. Now he's not understandable of my needs. Oh, I have the kids all day. I do this. I do this all day. Then you want to have sex. Yeah. Let's lay there for five minutes. Let that man do his thing. But you can't even do that because it's all about you. That's the mentality It's me, 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 me. And as soon as a man says something for them, they're toxic. They're they're wrong. And that's what it comes down to. A woman all day can talk about what she wants, what she needs, what, what what's unfair for her, all that stuff. But as soon as a man says that, oh, it's like when I used to go to. 
do conferences, right? I haven't done one in a while for, because of business, everything I'm doing. But I usually go to conferences. First thing I say, black, 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 black men's mental health matters. And it's always, always, always a black woman that raises a hand or says women's black mental health matters too. And I say that's the equivalent of us yelling black lives matter and then the white person saying all lives matter. We know goddamn all lives matter. We know women's mental health matter, but this is not what we're talking about. But it's like a man's struggle is offensive to a woman. Like we have the audacity to think we're we're that we're that we that we have problems. Like you, you have no problems. Black women swear to God, we have no problems. We're good. We're just deadbeats. We have no, you know, we just we just don't have no problems or issues. And as soon as you address that, oh my God, how dare you? How dare you talk about your problems as a black man? Because at the end of the day, you don't have problems like a white We have the kids. We have this, we do this, blah, 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 blah. but a black man does nothing. See, that's the mentality we live in today. That is so toxic that just being a man is toxic. Having preferences, a woman got preferences. I want a man with a big dick, make a lot of money. He spent time with me. He's insensitive. He's sweet, but he's a little bit. Th- they have all these preferences and that's okay. But a man says, I want a girl that's not fat. Oh my God, you, you discriminating against uh, uh, fat women. Or I want, I don't want to date transsexual. Oh, you so homophobic, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Well, if a woman goes out and says, I don't want to date a trans woman because I want a real man. Nobody says shit. It's okay. But a man says that, oh, you're homophobic. How could you not date? I saw another clip where a guy was like, I don't want to date a, a transsexual because I'm not gay. Oh, they're women. They're not gay. They have a dick. They have a penis. What am I supposed to do with it? I don't, I don't see. That's a biological man. Regardless of where mentally you think, that's a biological man. And I don't want to have sex with a biological man. Sex is part of a relationship. So why would I do that? It's a preference. Nothing against trans people, nothing against what they do. I just don't want to have sex with a trans person because biologically they're a man. I don't want to suck penis. I don't want to get sucked by a, a, a person with a penis. What, what, what is wrong with that? But, oh, you're homophobic. That is horrible thinking. That's discriminating. What? So I should be forced to have sex with a, like, think about it. They want you to have sex with a with another man. That's how delusional it is right now. They want you to accept in your life that it's okay to have sex with another biological man. Because if you don't, now you're the problem. But they have all the preferences in the world. But I can't. Men can't. But that's what they do. So now this woman's getting a ton of sympathy online. Because this false narrative that he may have been gay or not. But it doesn't even matter whether he was gay. It doesn't even matter. But if you look at the video, this man was just trying to go to work. He was really just trying to go to work and leave. And she wouldn't let him. And she got so mad that she shot him. Unfortunately, that's the America we live in today. That a woman will be deemed a hero or deemed a victim. Even though she did the crime. People, I appreciate you listening to me. Like I said, um, I'm going to do a podcast weekly, few weeks. I don't know. I am doing that live with other black women. So that should be interesting. I'll, I'll keep you attuned to that. I'm working it out right now, scheduling people. So I'll keep you attuned to that.
And uh, yeah, if you want to reach me, blackbandsmentalhealth at gmail, blackbandsmentalhealth at gmail.com. You go to the website, blackbandsmentalhealth.com. If you know what I'm doing, my companies, everything I'm doing, go to castanowilliams.com. Also, check out the new network, the Culture Radio Network You on worldwide on iTunes or Google. Pick it up. Different radio station genres. We have everything. We have podcasts. We have the podcast, 24-hour day podcast station. And just check me out. Also, check out RSVB Talk, my other podcast that I have with my co-host, the lovely, the beautiful Miss O. Also, Divorce Not an Option is coming soon with me and my wife. That's coming soon. We're working on it. And I got some other things coming as well. Uh, Culture Life Products is up. Check it out. CultureLifeProducts.com. All right. I appreciate you. Until next time.